Make way, motherfucker. For who? Bayway, motherfucker. This band's so good. If you haven't checked them out, you need to do so right now before you listen to this podcast. This is going to be a nice, short, and sweet intro. I just want to uh, thank uh, Jay from the band. Uh, he's the vocalist for uh, taking the time out of his day to do this. We all got busy lives and shit, so it's cool to get him on, talk a little bit about the band, a little about his uh, personal background and all that shit, you know, growing up in the New, uh, New Jersey hardcore scene. Nothing but uh, good things to say. It was a great conversation. Um, he's he's a cool ass dude, and at the very least, if you haven't listened to them, uh, you go check out a song if you like it. Uh, they just put out a live a live recording uh, of a show they did back in April at the House of Independence. So um, you can buy that. It's on RTF and Days Records. They they both. Uh, Got on different varieties. You can go back and uh, listen to their shit on Spotify. They have they have a demo and an EP or whatever the fuck you want to call it, like three, four songs each. They definitely one hundred percent New Jersey hardcore, and you can't ask for nothing else. You say, "Give me a band that is one hundred percent New Jersey." This is what you're gonna get. So. Peep them. You listen to the Newport sessions. I'm sure you've seen it online. It's the, it's a the cassette uh, f- picture that's been floating around. It looks like a pack of Newports and says Bayway on it. Uh, that's it. That's all I gotta say. Just uh, go find this band, support them. Um, I don't know. They had some f- leftover merch from a show they did. Their uh, a release show. They had some shit. I don't know if it's all gone. If it's not, go scoop that up. Support these guys. They are coming out swinging. They ain't going nowhere. Um, it was a good conversation. I'm, I'm glad I talked to him. We uh, Very uh, relatable. So it's always good when a conversation can, can go as smooth as it can. Um, I'm still living I'm still living high off fucking Tied Down, man. I think about that shit every day. I think about Tied Down Fest every day. I can't wait until next year to see what they got. I can't wait till October, cold as life. I can't wait for fucking Fury of Fives coming in uh, November. That's six months away, five months away, but shit. You can wish, right? You can dream. You got hoods coming in August. Got shit going on in July. Shit going on, I don't know, probably next week. I, it's so hard to keep up these days. I'm not going to start looking through flyers for you guys, but... uh. Go ahead and skip this shit. Get right into the interview or conversation. I couldn't have asked for a better time. Um, I'll tell you right now, they were supposed to come here in September, but it fell through with them. We're going to make it happen. If they don't do it, I'm going to fucking do it. Or somebody else is going to do it. Let's do it. Let's get these guys out here. Let's get them moving. Everybody needs to know. Spread the Bayway gospel. And um, I don't buy their shit if you can. Support them. I love hardcore. I love you. But I don't love you enough to not punch you in the face during a Bayway song. No, I'm playing. Thanks again. And I'll talk to you guys later. Hey, I wore this hat because to represent the East Coast today, you know? <laughs> appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yo, Thank I, you. Fucking, I love Bulldoze, man. One of my favorite fucking bands. So. How could you not? How could you not? They're just like, I don't know. They just fucking... 
there's something about them. They're so special. They they start like the beatdown thing, you know. In my opinion, you know, one of the originators of beatdown, you know. So they uh, start. They started it all. Look what they did. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking ruined hardcore. <laughs> <laughs> they created all this ignorance. Nah, I love them for it. I yeah, love yeah, them me for too. it. Yeah, <laughs> shit. So I mean, I appreciate you coming on, man. Um, yeah, no doubt. I've been listening to you guys um, for a while now. I'll be honest, I didn't find out about you guys till you did those um, Newport sessions and like days uh, put the thing out. Then I just went on a, you know, I went back and, and seen your other little EP or demo, whatever you want to call it. And yeah. it's just all fucking super good, man. You guys are killing it, man. I was going to ask you how you found out about it, but uh, but I should have figured it was days, you know? Yeah. What I mean? Yeah. You know, he. Whenever he, whenever Lumpy puts something out, man, it goes fucking worldwide and <laughs> it kind of gives everybody a boost, you know? Yeah, I love, I love him for it. I love him for it. He's literally, uh, what a crazy like experience just to like deal with him and like I've dealt with other labels in the past and like just like a totally different vibe with this mm -hmm. cat. You know what I mean? He's just like chill, laid back, just loves music, always trying to bullshit about like like oh like he'll hit me with like yo what's your what's your favorite band from this era and i'm like yo that like that's the shit that i fuck with you know what i mean like that's the shit i really really fuck with so it's been great working with him and it's it's been an absolute pleasure we got a lot more shit planned and on the way so it's gonna be good good man be i'm looking forward to it all well let me ask you this with like with bayway and everything um you seem like an older cat you know not too old but but you look older um was there anything <laughs> You said you worked with with um, record labels before this. Uh, were you in any other any other bands I should know about? Like, uh, you don't look familiar to me, so I don't know. I was I was in a band called Year Spent Cold. Um, oh, oh, you definitely know that band, yeah. For a number for a number of years. Um, other than that, like I had I've been in like death metal bands, offshoot bands, or whatever. Like my. I mean, I've been in this shit since I've been 13 years old. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to bore you with with all 42 bands that I've been in, but most well-known band probably Year Spent Cold other than Bayway. Okay. Um, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I dealt I dealt with some, you know, I dealt with some of that shit in the past. And like I dealt with with my last band. There was like, you know, weird independent label stuff. And it's just like some people pay attention to you. Some people don't. You know, I'm not knocking anybody, but it's just like working with days has definitely been different. Working with RTF. I've worked with Pat in the past, but like, you know, like just it's just different. It's just different. You know, you've, it's like uh, instead of it feeling so business you know what I mean? Like it's it's more of a friendship. It's definitely more of what I think hardcore is supposed to be. So that's that to me is what why I fuck with it. Why I truly fuck with it. Hell yeah, 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 man. At least said days is just you know same with like Triple B and fucking and Street to Hate and all those all those record labels. Like they really do do it just for the fucking fun of it. And yeah. and it's so good. Like a lot of it, you know, started so little and now it's blown up and they can put on for everybody and it's. It's still just because they love it so much. And that's you really can tell. good. You, you could tell, you know what I mean? Like you could tell that they love it. Like, you know, they're at the fest. They're in there. They're in the crowd. They're just as hyped about the bands that they're putting out as you are. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. that's the best part. That's the best part for me. Yeah, I love it, man. Fuck yeah. So uh, so a little bit about yourself, man. How'd you get into, into the whole hardcore shit? You said you're about 13. Like, Who are you running with back in the day? Probably some day Yo, when I, back in the day, I was... I, <laughs> Back in the day, I was running with uh, four new metal kids hard. You know what I mean? We were we were just like okay. we were getting we were getting our start. And, uh, and and truth be told, man, we I got I was so blessed because I uh, there was a studio uh, around us where we used to go to rehearse. And 
I just got mixed up and involved with like all these guys that were just like in it. You know what I mean? It, like it was agents of man. It was, it was oh, train yeah. of thought originally. And then it was uh New Jersey bloodline and E town. And these are the guys that like, I just kind of came in. Like I stumbled upon the ship by accident. I didn't know it existed. I just was like, yo, where should we rehearse? We went there. And the next thing you know, I'm like rubbing elbows with all these dudes. And you know, they were just the biggest, the biggest names in it, like the biggest names in New Jersey hardcore still are, you know what I mean? So it's like, um, I, I was blessed, you know, reek from NJ bloodline was like, look, you got to come out to these shows. Like he started putting me on to like bands and like coming to shows. And like once, once that, you know, once that happened, it was just like, I was off and running. Like I saw shattered realm as a kid and I was just like, well, I know what I like, you know what I mean? I Hell yeah. Yeah, like, yeah. This is exactly what I'm into. So like, I just kept like, I kept going out. I kept being involved and like, it, it blossomed into bigger stuff, you know, like uh, over here we had club Chrome, we had Birch Hill, we had Eminem hall. We had like these spots that were like real, real like solid spots for, for bands to come through. And, you know, we were blessed. I mean, it was just like, it's a great aggressive scene. New Jersey always has been. And it's like, you know, we, we, we feel like we're kind of in the shadow of the rotten apple in a lot of ways. You know what I mean? Like we're, <laughs> the New York is like, you know, New York is just kind of like overlooking North Jersey. So it's like, we always try to, keep our shit on point and like try to you know you got you got a lot to live up to you know and there was big bands like i mean fury five engine bloodline e-town is like a lot to live up to for me so that's how i got my start and uh you know reek reek nj bloodline that's mm -hmm. i mean you know may he rest in peace he, he put me on to like a lot of shit and and had me come out to these shows and and that was it i was hooked i, I was looking for that family and i found it and uh you know i that was that was the end for me man i was fucking hooked that's it, man. Yo, yo. Uh, so, so was that for late nineties then, like mid nineties? I don't know. You, you uh, we're going. We're like this is like early two thousand. Oh, early okay, 2000s. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Damn. Yeah, I started getting into shows like oh three oh four, but I was still going to like like these street punk shows and shit like that. But then I yeah. found you know whatever it all it all led from like bleeding through. Then you know you find a shattered realm like you said, and death yeah. before dishonor and all that all that yeah. crazy shit like. You know, like and I was aware about cold as life and shit here, but yeah. I I wasn't like fully educated, you know. So that didn't. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, but I learned the best quick, part, though. though is, is, that's the best part I think about like uh, about hardcore though is that like you know, it's it's very much about the roots of hardcore. So like once you get into it and you start going to the shows, getting involved in the scene, people start putting you on like, yo, have you ever heard this? Have you ever heard that? Did you ever listen to this band? And then the next thing you know, you're on like this 1989 hardcore kick, you know what I mean? And you're finding out about all these bands for the first time. And it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's timeless. You know, it's like, Chromax is it's still hard You know what I mean My wife Fuck just bought yeah. it on vinyl It's still hard We're still listening to it You know what I mean It's like It's still just as good now Than it was You know As it was when it came out So I, I feel like That's the coolest part About hardcore Is that like It really is timeless Yeah you know, It really is and and it can keep you feeling young too like you don't feel like an old person when you go to like a hardcore show you still feel like <laughs> when you started going 16 17 18 like it, you still get really, the thrill today at least i do you know I, I i just saw bulldoze they they played in kenworth uh, oh, like fuck right, yeah. right, right in union county which was crazy for me and yeah i mean like a lot of people had said to me like i got a bunch of texts after the show like yo during the bulldoze set you had a smile from ear to ear mm -hmm. i felt like a child bro i was like i was up there i was so happy to just uh, like watch them play again 
You know what I mean? Just to, yeah. to just to see him play, do those songs, and like it's just it, it, the feeling you can't describe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, for it's sure. Just, it really wow. just makes you so so pumped. Like, and that's why I keep going, man. The adrenaline is still there. The love for it is still there. It is, man. Yeah, I agree 100%. Like, I went all the way out to f- Brooklyn just to catch when they did the f- B&B ball. Like, I was like, I don't know how long this shit's going to last for, man. I got to see it while it it's out. here, right? You got to see yeah. it while it's here. <laughs> yeah. I'm, bl- I'm blessed. I mean, uh, our next show is actually with Bulldoze and Shadow Realm down in Philly with Freight Train. Like, it's it, it's just like, you know, the the level, like, the, the happiness that I, I, I have to be able to play with these bands. Like, I played with Bulldoze. Back in 03, as a kid, it was like bulldoze full blown uh, chaos. Oh shit! And, there you, that's uh, a you good know, one. To be able to to be able to do it again in a you know in another band and to be able to like just have that opportunity to to like to to do it now. You know what I mean? In 2023, after doing it in 2003, that's cool as shit to me. That's just cool as shit. Fuck yeah! You know, Fuck like yeah. that's that's what it's about. It's fucking hmm. awesome. You know, something cool. Let me ask you this, because when I think of of New Jersey, I think of like Atlantic City and the shore and all that type of shit. When when you said Kenilworth and whatever county you said, how close is that? Like like is that I, like so, in the middle of New Jersey? I don't know where that is. Right where where I came up, I, I was born in Elizabeth, and I, I lived in Elizabeth E-town, for most bitch. of my life. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that's it. That's it. That's that E Town concrete. But we were. I mean, literally a stone's throw from from New York. I mean, I could get to stat. I could throw a rock at Staten Island. Okay, um, right you know what there. I mean. So, so I'm right there. Um, most of the shows that I went to, like once I started really getting like a, you getting into Manhattan for a show, uh, when you live in North Jersey, is like it should be about 15 minutes, but traffic is fucked up, so it's always longer than that. But like, if they're on a perfect day. It's like 15 minutes, 20 minutes to get into Manhattan, like to get into the tunnel and get over there. Right. So it's it, like that's where that's where I'm from. And there, there's that portion of New Jersey. Like for me to get to the shore, um, like Atlantic City is like almost two hours. Oh, no shit. OK, yeah, it takes it takes a minute to get down there for me. <laughs> yeah, so, I wasn't like, sure. Like I said, the, I the shore itself, yeah. the shoreline, it, Jersey is kind of weird because like the way that the way that it's like the way that it's shaped. You know what I mean? Like we have like a lot of shoreline so I could get to the beach in like 25 minutes, but like, it's like a different beach. It's not the beach you picture in your head. It's like the beach off the highway. <laughs> you know With the needles I mean? in it, you know? Uh-huh, right, right. It's like, the, you know, if you know, you know, beach is where it is really what it is. And then there's like seaside and there's places like that, which is like, it's like an hour from me, you know, to get to get okay, down that way. Up, but yeah, everybody always thinks about the shore. They think about Jersey Shore, like the Guidos. And, yeah, you know, exactly. Shit, which, yeah, that's, I don't think. That's I mean, awful. it is what it is, man. I'm a, I'm a Jersey Shore Guido through and through. I spent my summers at the shore. I think most of us did, you that's know, cool so, talk, but, uh. But yeah, but I came up uh, I came up in northern Jersey and and uh, in Elizabeth Union County is 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 where I've spent my whole life pretty much. You know what I mean? Except for a small stint. So um, it's 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 a different it's a different type of place. I'll tell you that looks a hell of a lot like Queens and Brooklyn. If you ever been there. Oh, yeah. 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 I've been in New uh, New York a couple of times at the. The first time I drove, I went to that f- first Madball show in the park when they did it with Wisdom and Chains and Murphy's Law. Oh, yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. 2021. And I don't yeah. know, uh, like, you mentioned that fucking Jersey Tunnel. Is that the Holland Tunnel? That's a tunnel I went through when I got there. 
That's that's the Holland Tunnel, yeah. The yeah, Holland Tunnel, the motherfucker, dude. I was like, this is yeah, no crazy. doubt, no doubt, yeah. Trying to <laughs> trying to go through the Holland Tunnel can be a can be a whole fucking pain. It in was the balls, wild, man. you know. <laughs> like uh, you know, like Detroit's kind of fucked up, like traffic wise and shit. But I knew I was getting like an hour and a half, like closer to New York, and then the fucking traffic just picks up. I know a lot of out of towners will will commute back and forth. They'll live like two hours away, but still go to New York City every fucking day. No and doubt. It's just, Piling up, piling up there. Oh, yeah, take this bridge. Oh, wait, no, it's fucked up. So go back to the George Washington. I'm like, I need to go somewhere, man. Oh, yeah, uh, driving over here is fucked up for sure for a lot of people. Like, uh, I think one of the funniest things, when you get into Central Jersey, there's no left turns. You can't make a left. You got to take a jug handle. So you got to make all your left turns from the right side in Central Jersey. So that always fucks people up. Okay. I remember when I went to Florida, I, you could just turn wherever the fuck you wanted. You could <laughs> turn. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was crazy. I was like, yo, this is a lawless land. <laughs> <laughs> lawless, yeah. No fucking rules. Yeah. 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 You could just do whatever the fuck you wanted out there. I was like, damn, this is yeah. wild as hell. And what if it's similar to what we got in Michigan? We call it a Michigan left. It's like where you have to like make a right and then do like a turnaround to go left. Yeah, it's basically essentially you taking like an off ramp, yeah, you know, okay. into another yeah. light, and then you're going left like that and make it difficult. What the fuck? Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. It's like a, a great way to create more traffic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then you get out of towners; they have no idea what the fuck's going on. A hundred percent, motherfuckers is like, yo, I'm just trying to turn left. It's like not here, not here. <laughs> you still got twenty fucking lights. Yeah, yeah you can yeah, get flipped man. off and screamed at. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so. uh you're not a one man band. Uh, who else is in your band? Anybody else who has been in any other uh, any other notable projects or anything? Man, give them some shout outs to people. Um, you know, my my boy Chris played bass in in Year Spent Cold for a little well, a bunch of times. I, nice. I would say I don't know if he was ever officially in the band, but he was officially in the band as far as I was concerned because he played a ton of shit with us. Um, they were in another band. Um, are you familiar with Mongoloids? Fuck yeah. Okay, shout so the first Greg, Mon- yeah. <laughs> the first Mongoloids split. Um, was it, it was this means everything in mongoloids. So one half of that split is actually most of the guys that's in my band. They were in this means everything. So if okay. you shout out, this means everything, shout out the mongoloids, shout out Greg. Uh, but, uh, you know, that was, that was the, the, their other band that they were in. That was their, their, their big, I guess the biggest project that they were involved in. Nice man. Shit, but yeah. We cool. all been at it for a long time, man. I've been playing with these dudes since going, it's going on like 20 years now. So it's crazy. <laughs> damn bro. so how'd you guys come up with like your well, like your style of music like according to hardcore these days like i wouldn't necessarily lump you guys in with like any any particular beat down or anything i'd consider it more closer like a hip-hop like i don't want to say e-town because it's not e-town but you got the hip-hop vibes to it but it's it's still heavy as fuck and heavy breakdowns you got the fast parts and I think it's I think it's mainly just a product of its environment, mm-hmm. you know, like coming up. This is always the music that we wanted to make, but like things just took us elsewhere. You know, it was like we're doing this right now or we're doing that right now. We're doing this right now. And then kind of like after the pandemic, we were like, you know, we just want to make music like when we were kids, you know, like we wanted to make music that like just gave us that same feeling. Like, how do you how do you play like a bulldoze beatdown part have like the punk aspect of NJ bloodline, but also do hip hop stuff over it, like E-Town, you know? And that's kind of like, kind of like, I think what 
what made the band like that. You know, like a lot of Jersey bands like Fury and 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 bands like that, they weren't afraid to mix hip hop, you know, with 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 hardcore, oh, yeah. with metal elements. So I think that's really just what it was. We were just like, you know, we 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 wrote a demo and like on the demo it was kind of like we're not going to have any limits to what we're doing. We, I, I don't want it to sound like this or that or this or that. It was just like, let's do the demo. Let's let's try to write write a record that makes us happy, that reminds us of being a kid, gives us that same feeling of when we were coming up in the scene. And then it was kind of like, as I went to go do the vocals, it was like, I can't really rap on a song, can I? And then it was like, oh, maybe I can. You know what I mean? Like, can I really start a song? Like, make way, motherfucker. Like, And then it just was like, it was kind of like, it just kept evolving from there. You know what I mean? And then you see it on the Newport tape. It's like, we really dove into it. It's like, we went from like, kind of trying to figure out our sound on the demo to like, yo, we're going to do more hip hop influence shit. And we're going to go, we're going to do that. You know, it's working. It feels good. And it's just like, it's what we've always liked, you know, is what we've always liked. So we just, it's a product of its environment. It's Union County through and through for sure. Yeah. Amen. It's hard. And for anybody who fucking doesn't know that somehow they found this podcast and they're listening and haven't listened to you, shut it off. Go fucking listen to it. <laughs> I, appreciate I appreciate that. Yo, man, it's so good. Like, it's definitely in my daily rotation. Ever since I found you, I'm like, what the fuck? And you know what really caught my eye was, you know how it's a, it's like a box of Newports, man, because I used to smoke Newports, so it, too, it just too. hit me perfectly. I was like, that's the fucking best cassette tape fucking whatever I've ever seen in my life. And uh, It's just like pure-grade Jersey ignorance. <laughs> just you know garbage. I mean? It's just like, yeah, it's like, you know, we, we had the conversation about what we were going to do art-wise, and uh, Pat RTF came up with the, the art concept of doing the Newport, and it was just like... It, it just fits the band's vibe so much. I mean, like, that's literally like if you knew us like back in our like younger years, it was just like 40s and Newports and Blunts. And you know what I mean? Not much has really changed other than the fact that, like, you know, I think we smoking joints now, you know, you know, what I mean? we taste like, better, you know, <laughs> wait, wait, right. We got vape pens now. You know what I'm saying? Like shit, shit has evolved. But uh but yeah, like that's why I cut that promo like on the beginning of the of the record. It's like, you know, let me get a let me get let me get a pack of Newports and a Dutch is like, I mean, a million times I said that in my life. Oh, so yeah. it's like it was really just to make them boys laugh. Like, because I went to every I used to pull up to the gas station, like, yo, let me get a you know, let me get a Dutch. Let me get it. There was a dollar for a Dutch back then. You know what mm -hmm, I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you go out, it was yeah. $21. You know, you get that 20 bag, you get that Dutch. There you go. And, uh, you know, day was beginning. <sighs> <laughs> the easy days, man. You know what I'm saying? No, no <laughs> doubt. So let me ask you this: the Newport hundreds or shorts? What are you smoking? I think you know. Honestly, I think everybody had the hundreds, mainly because yeah. we was cutting each other down, or or, you know, or share them a little longer. Yeah, yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. So the longer they were, the better. The longer they lasted, but uh, <laughs> you gotta but share yeah, it with I, somebody I, anyway. Newport hundreds, like it was, was I think what it was for me. Um, I started off with the with the Marlboro Red because that's what we were stealing from my boy's mother. Hey man, you know? and then once somewhere. I got the taste for the Newport, it was you know we used to say it's Newport, not Subport, because everybody <laughs> used to try to you know everybody's trying to grind me, get one off you. Yeah, let me get a Newport. Oh, let me get a port. That's get good. There you go. It's Newport, not Subport. That's that teenage shit. I love a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Smoking day. at the gazebo, like you know. What I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be funny, like. 
but two or three of us would go in on a pack of cigarettes back in the day and get like uh sometimes you get like two for 15 like sacks of weed and shit have to go down uh-huh. to the down to the hood you know possibly yep. get fucking ran if you didn't go to the right person and shit like yeah yeah we used hard. to there was one chinese spot um oh, that, used to, that used to hook us up they had they had bomb ass chinese food and they also sold cigarettes and we would walk i'm talking like it was like way out of the way but we would go over there and they would sell us those newport hundreds oh, they had them yeah. and they they hooked us up man <laughs> shout yeah. out to them for, for being cool as shit oh my god yeah yeah there's this one indian dude like um uh, i worked at a it was like a donut shop but they sold cigarettes and like blunts and shit in there too but uh uh, like we'd go in there and try to get cigarettes. He knew we we're like 15, 16. Like he's like, You're not 18. Like, what's the problem? You know, to get a bag of cigarettes. And it was like five dollars <laughs> and like four fifty-five dollars. He's like, like eight dollars. I'll sell it to you. Like, Here's the age. Shut the fuck up. Give me the hey, cigarettes. Hey, you gotta do what you yeah. gotta do. You know what I mean? Yeah, give me a it donut was his, too. <laughs> it was his risk. He needed to double down on that payment. <laughs> I gotta make you know, you know, what's that fucking three dollars gonna save his life. <laughs> you, you can't you can't knock the hustle though. You can't <laughs> knock the hustle. <laughs> so what's good? I mean, you guys said you got some uh you got some plans for, for some shows. I know you're doing the fucking bulldoze show. You just had the one down with Power of Fear, their first show. That was a uh, was that your release? Yeah, that was our release show. That was yeah. our release show. Fool's Game, Power of Fear, Delusion. Such a good yeah, lineup, was, man. Yeah, it was it was it was wild, man. Chains of Misery, too. I don't want to forget about them. But yeah, it was uh it was it was great, man. The turnout was wild. And uh, you know, we didn't know really what to expect. Uh we haven't we haven't like headlined the show or anything. I mean, it was our, it was our eighth show. Oh, so shit. like we weren't really like we didn't know. We hope people were going to come out and they did. And, uh, you know, it was just like, honestly, it was just a great feeling. It was a great feeling to see that many motherfuckers out. You know, you, there was a lot of fests and other shit going on. Like there was a fest in New York. There was a fest out by you. So it was like we didn't know what the turnout was going to be. And it was it was really, really cool. So it, it turned out to be a, a great show. We also got another uh Another show, a uh, great band coming coming out of the West Coast, Out of Pocket, is coming through. Um, they're playing, um, it's at Salty's in Belmar. Um, so, yeah, we're playing that. That's in July. And then we got some other stuff, too, that's going to get announced soon. So Hell, yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, I don't know, you guys just, I don't know if I just caught, caught on. You guys picked up some fucking momentum. And it's good to see you know, active, smaller bands, you know, like grow and do what they can and I'm still That's sad it, as fuck, man. That couldn't work out in September. You guys are about to come out here and it got all yeah, fucked that up. Yeah, that shit, that shit would have went well. But hey, listen, it is what it is. Yeah, it wasn't right this time. It'll be right at some point. You oh, know what I mean? oh no, it's It'll gonna right happen. We're point. gonna get you guys. We'll, through. we'll get out there. We'll yeah, get out know, there. Your Fury Five's coming in. Uh, fucking November. They're finally. I saw coming that. Out. I saw it's that. their first time ever, dude. I didn't know that. Um, yeah. you know, because I know they were around like the '90s and shit too. So I didn't yeah. know if they'd ever come out here until I yeah. I seen that little fun fact. That's their first time in Detroit. I'm like. Fuck! Like we love you out here. I'm I'm so surprised it never happened, man. Yeah, I I was excited about that. I was with them on Sunday um, because we were rehearsing. I'm I'm actually going to be on stage with them uh, at Biohazard at Irving Plaza. So they got me doing taking respect. So oh shit, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. Like life is just wild, you know. And and I'm just I'm just super super thankful for everything. Those guys, Stickman's just he puts on so much for Bayway. It's so cool. It's just like you know. It's, I just I just hope to do them dudes proud. That's all I'm trying to yeah, do. I think you are, man. You got to keep it. 
fucking jersey style and that is 100 through and through it's quite no obvious doubt. man I no love doubt it. no doubt <laughs> that's all i could be shit. is me man that's all i could be is me I, I don't know what else i could do you know what i'm saying <laughs> i don't know what else I could oh do. no no it's obvious man you're fucking awesome um so uh so you said so you didn't start this until like was it like in the middle of the pandemic or after the pandemic you wanted this to get is, the shit going? This is post pandemic. Like we had been working on, um, we had been working on a different band and like, it just didn't feel right. You know what I mean? It just wasn't like, it wasn't, shit just wasn't lining up. It wasn't doing what we wanted it to do. It felt, it felt like stagnant. And then like we started writing for this and it was just like, we put together a five song and it like went together really quickly. Um, and it just had a vibe and I started demoing out the stuff for it. I didn't have like lyrics and shit like that really for a lot of the stuff. So I was just kind of vibing and just like, just whatever came to me, I was putting out there and that's how a lot of the rap stuff came about. And it, you know, it just like, it just felt, it felt like what we wanted it to be. It just really had, it really had that Jersey vibe. We wanted an unapologetically New Jersey band and, that's that's what we did, you know, and once the demo came out, it was just like started getting hype and we were kind of we were we were pumped on that. And then, you know, once days reached out, it was just like, you know, we we're kind of off and running. Cool, man. Yeah, we we're just kind of off and running. Yeah. Yeah. You just like it was like uh, you just hit the ground and said, fuck it, let's do it. You know, first first. Uh, um, well, you said you started writing shit and whatever came, you know put the pen to the paper and fucking then just put That's it on the it. mic, which is cool, man. Like your first, like your gut instinct right away sometimes is, you know, you just got to fucking lay it down and see what happens, you know? Yeah. I, I feel like world of, world of suffering for me, like that, that record that I have, like I had absolutely, if you were to ask me for the lyrics, I would have to listen to the song and write them down. Cause I've, I, it just was like, I just pressed play. I sang the song. I think it was like two takes and that was it. You know what I mean? And I was like, okay, that's it. I'm not going back to it. I'm not touching it. It is what it is. That's what yeah. came out. I don't even want to listen you know to it. I mean? <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Sometimes it's like hard to listen back. The 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 cool part about it is is that I don't I don't think about too much about what what's gonna what's gonna happen. Like I just kind of like blurt the shit out. And then the hard part is is when I listen back to it, I'm like, damn, like it's like it's if it's deep, like that song is deep, it's like fuck like do i even like want this out like do i want to be that vulnerable like am i okay being that vulnerable yeah and then i'm like fuck it and then i gotta remember the words that's the cool part too it's <laughs> like i'm listening back i'm like okay i can't fuck this up live like i never wrote it down so i didn't rehearse it so now i'm like back listening to it like trying to remember what the fuck i said so that part is fucking funny as hell because then i'm listening to the demo like a thousand times you know try before we record it <laughs> that's trying hilarious. to like remember yeah trying to remember the spots and everything so it's it's crazy but uh but yeah, I think for people that fucked with the tape and uh, and really like Newport Sessions, I think they're really, really going to fuck with the full length. So that's that's what's coming next. Um, the the test presses are are on their way here. I can't I don't know how much I'm supposed to talk about it or not supposed to talk about it. So it's like one of those situations. But the test presses are out. The full length is done. Um, I got some wild features on this one, too. Uh, it's very New Jersey. And um 
Yeah, I think I think people are going to be excited about it. I think Good. people are going to be excited about it, dude. I'm fucking so looking forward to it, man. Uh, like, I'm like, this band's crazy good. Like, everyone's <laughs> fucking like they're still sleeping on it. They better wake the fuck up, man. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think the full length uh, the full length is good. I think most of people that that had any complaints with the tape, the complaint was, I wish I had more. Like I heard that a lot. Like, yo, it's only three tracks, man. Like, damn, like you couldn't have given us another, you know what I mean? <laughs> Two more. Like, yeah, right, right. I'm like, yo, the full length is coming. I promise. You know what I'm saying? We're we're working on it. But uh we we have a bunch, um, we have a bunch of of stuff that's been demoed out too. Like we're trying, we're trying to really capture the moment. You know what I mean? Like a lot of the stuff that's on the full length was recorded at the same time as the demo. So it's like, I feel like instead of like even giving the band a chance to, to like evolve or change its sound or whatever, it's like all of this stuff is being recorded at the same time to kind of like really capture the, the time frame, you know, the vibe of the band right now. Okay. That's uh, cool, man. Yeah. This way we can just have as much, as many releases as we can, you know, as we can, I guess I want to put out as much music as possible. Fuck yeah. Yo, that's cool, man. I'm glad you guys are really doing that. Like, especially a full length. A lot of bands these days, there's been a few full full lengths over the years, you know, recently, but uh a lot of the times it's either singles or like or EPs, which is great and everything, because it could be what uh, I've also heard people say that they don't wanna do like an LP because like they're afraid there might just be like some like throwaway songs on there that might not be their best. But right. that's cool that you guys you said uh you're you know, you're doing so much that you've really had time to go over it and hone it in, I suppose. And I don't think you yeah. put out anything you're not proud of, right? <laughs> no, absolutely not. Yeah. And the thing about it is, is like, I totally understand that. I, I get the perspective, like from a musician standpoint, I get the perspective. Also, it's like a lot of people got short attention spans these days too. So it's like, it's easier to hit them with four or five songs and then hit them with another five songs, like six months after, you know what I mean? Then putting it all out as a body of work. I think that, you know, what made sense to me was just like we were doing the tape. The tape was like sort of like it's exclusively on tape. So now you're going to get some of the songs from the tape. You're going to get those on vinyl plus other songs. You know what I mean? So it's like you're getting you're getting different versions, like different. Um, you know, it, all of it will come out on a CD eventually. Hell you know yeah. what I'm saying? So it's like for, for the collectors and for the people that are like, yo, we want vinyl. Yo, we want tape. Yo, we want it on CD. It's like I'm trying to do it for everybody you know what i mean like make everybody happy because everybody got their own thing that they're into like there's guys that are just hard body on cds they don't give a fuck about anything else only the cd you know like guys put you put it out on tape that like people even listen to tapes i'm like i don't know yeah i guess you know <laughs> like they buy the fuck out of yeah, them that tape, <laughs> tapes are fuck it's cool to have a tape i feel tapes like. are cool man especially with the whole you know they're doing different varieties and shit you know so so and i think it's all about the artwork on tapes you know, these yeah. days i mean that's what it looks like that's why i'm attracted i don't buy them but when i see them i just look at the artwork because i already know what's on there it's fucking probably on the internet already you know right right so I just think, especially when it's like a different color tape, you know, like a, it's a like collector's metallic. item. It's yeah. a collector's yeah. item. You know what I mean? It's like, if you, if you fuck with hardcore and you're like into it from like, you know, from a collector's standpoint, which I feel like a lot of people are, you know, like it's, it's dope to have the tapes. Like I got the, I got the fury tape. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I'm okay. not going to listen to it, but like, it's fine. I have it. You yeah. know what I mean? I have it. I'm not letting go of it. Like I want the NJ bloodline tape. If I can get my hands on it. Yeah. If somebody's selling it, I would buy it. You know, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like I want, I want all those things. Like I'm not going to put them in, in a cassette deck in my car, but like, 
I sure as fuck put them on the shelf and be proud yeah. as fuck of them. And it's also, you know, you actually directly support the artists too. Right. You know, rather than, you know, your free downloads on the Spotify's and whatever shit like that. But, and the labels too. And the yeah, labels too, sure. because without the labels, sure. you know what yeah, I mean? You're exactly. Not, you're not getting, you're not getting any, any, you know, you're not getting these artists. You're not getting these fests and shit like that. Yeah. You know, you're just yeah, you're not of- going to get it. Also, yeah, because a lot of people like, who's in bands, yeah, they may not have time to, you know, fucking do a label themselves or or or, or even put the music out themselves. Like, you record it and send it to whoever. And they'll take care of the rest and really push it for you because a lot of people are hardworking fucking people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you love the yeah, music. Yeah, I mean, not everybody got the means. You know what I'm saying? Sure. Like, guy, like it's, it's great to have a label where it's like, yeah, we're going to press this many copies. We're going to put it out. We're going to promote it. We're going to do that. Like, that's what's great about about Lumpy. I mean, you know what I mean? Like his his reach. Like, I don't have his reach. You know what I'm saying? Like you found out about us because because of Lumpy because of Mm -hmm. days, you know what I'm saying? Like we could have put the demo out, put it up on Spotify and like, you know, no one well, maybe 50 people would have heard it or whatever. But like that's what's awesome about the labels. They have these connections. They have these like, you know, deals with distros and things like that. And then next thing you know, it's like, yo, is the tape in Japan? Like that's fucking crazy. (laughs) That's fucking crazy, bro. I'm a kid from Elizabeth with a tape in Japan. Shut the fuck up. You know what I'm saying? No fucking way. That's <laughs> like, crazy as fuck. Nah, you got to just appreciate that kind of shit. You know, like that's no, it's, so it's cool. like it's it's surreal, man. It's surreal. It is. And, you know, you're right. It is crazy You have to see, you know, it could be such a small band or a fucking giant band. But to have anything across the globe, it's just like mind blowing. Like my podcast can reach anybody because it's online anybody can get to it but for like a physical copy to get out there that's even more crazier and then have somebody in i don't know what part of fucking japan or even austria and right. you know europe and shit like that it's like what the fuck Man, is my shit doing you know thirty thousand? I, I had a dude hit me up from the uk to buy one of our jerseys and my fucking head exploded i'm like yo how, how the fuck do you even know that we exist and like also, the fact that you want a jersey is so fucking cool to me. Like, <laughs> he didn't give a fuck. He's like, I'll pay the shipping. I don't give a fuck. Like, hit me with that jersey. I want the jersey. I'm like, yo, that's cool as shit. Like, you know, it's it's cool as fuck to, to like, and I said this, uh, I forget who I said it to, but it's cool as fuck that, like, with hardcore, even with just music in general, like, you could make friends with somebody. Like, I could go to a show in Germany. And I, if it's a hardcore show, like we start talking about bands, I can make 10, 15 friends easy. You know what I mean? And have yeah. a place to stay, have a p- people to drink with, like just all over hardcore. Like that's just the coolest thing to me is that like, it's just like, it's a universal language. It is you crazy. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. It, you can show up in any city. As long as you go go to the right club, you know, you, like go to see a show in fucking wherever, somewhere in Texas, you've never been and. You know, you just spark up a conversation and you got a new friend, you know, you got that's fun. it. It's like, that's I'm going to drink with this guy and his boys. And then you're boys for life. Literally. Right. Got know? a whole new crew of motherfuckers to hang around with. You know what I'm saying? It's like crazy. you didn't even, you didn't know him five minutes ago, but you know what I'm saying? Like for some strange reason, they fuck with E-Town Concrete and you're like, yeah, these are my people. <laughs> that's it, man. These that's are cool my people. <laughs> I found my people. <laughs> Shit. So let me ask you this. How, how'd you go about you know, finding your way as a vocalist. Uh, is this something you always wanted to do, or were you like a musician or anything? Uh, you know, I always you- want. I always wanted to sing in a band. Um, I never knew if I was going to get the opportunity to do so. Um, I always kind of pushed for it. Uh, back in the day, I used to play drums in his death metal band, 
And after the song was done, I used to stand up and fucking scream from behind a drum set. Like, you know what I mean? Like the singer, like I was announcing the song. I was getting the crowd hype. And like, they used to call me the lead drummer because I would stand <laughs> up. I'd be like, you know what I mean? Like I was just getting it. And like, I always wanted to, always wanted to be, you know, I always wanted to be up front. I always, I just did. You know, I, I had, I had a lot of fucked up shit happen in my life. I always wanted to, um, always wanted to have a, an avenue for that to kind of like have that release. So I started playing guitar uh, as a kid. My first, my first um, instrument was drums when I was like five. Then I got into playing guitar. And then after that, like, you know, I played bass for a little while for a couple bands. I, I, I've done it all, you know, but like when it came down to, to doing Bayway, I was just like, I was demoing out my vocals and I was doing shit and they were fucking with it. And then we were like, yo, let's put it out and see if people like it. And then, you know, people just fucked with it. And I appreciate them for it because had had people not been fucking with it, like I'm not going to still do it. You know what I mean? But we put out the demo like people are singing the words and shit. So it's crazy. It's crazy. You know what I mean? It's just fucking crazy. Like when I got six, seven people like jumping on each other, trying to sing the words, I'm just it's it's not even real, man. It's like, you know what I mean? Like I turn around, <laughs> I look at my guitar player while we're playing. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Yo, like, that what is crazy. Fuck, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck is even happening? Why do people give a fuck about what I gotta say? But I'm so happy that they do. You know, I'm so happy that they do. That's cool as fuck, man. You're real humble about it, and that's cool to hear. Like, uh, There's, it's it, without without these people giving a fuck, man. Like, you know, what's the what's the difference? Yeah, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm right, just man. I'm screaming into the middle of the air like an old man. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> so it's great. It's you know, it's cool as shit to like to be able to write lyrics that about things that, that affected me in my childhood and my life, you know, how I came up and to have people identify with that. And, you know, I feel like that's what hardcore did for me. So I'm just trying to give back. Like it gave me a, it gave me a place to, to like vent my frustration, you know, and, and I never had a family. I never had a lot of things growing up and hardcore gave me a lot of that shit. So like, to me, I just want to give back. If somebody hears my shit and they're like, bro, I, that's how I came up. And now I can cope with it. Cause I'm screaming at the top of my lungs with you, or I'm fucking getting it in or whatever. Like I, I'm in my car and I'm able to like let loose and let, you know what I mean? Let go of these feelings. That's what it's all about. You know, that's what it's all about. I always say before we play time, Heals nothing like the songs for people that lost somebody. Like, you know, there, there's no greater pain in life than, than losing somebody that you love. So, you know, for the two minutes and 45 seconds that we're playing time, Heals nothing. Get that feeling out of your system. That's what it's there for. That's, that's what it's cool, there for. Man. Yeah. Damn, man. That's awesome, man. Good to hear that. Um, I love hardcore, <laughs> you know, just you saying all that, just like, you know, there's, it's a place for anybody, you know, with hard times or good times, man, you know, anybody can yeah. relate to what you got to say. And it's, it's the only place, you know, I've heard, I've heard people say it before, but it's so fucking true. It's the only place where, you know, you go from, from being at the back of the room to being in the middle of the room in the crowd to being in the pile on in the front, singing the words to being the singer. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're not sure. gonna get that any place, any place <laughs> else. Like you know, like you anybody could be a hardcore singer. Yeah, that's the coolest part. You know, like yeah, anybody yo. that's got something to say or or wants to do it can get up there and fucking do it, and that's what's what's great about it. Yeah, you know, I mean, it seems so fucking like like tempting and cool, like to see. I don't play any instruments. I try to play with a guitar here and there, but uh, that just seems like if I can get over the fear of like 
being on stage in front of people, like that's what I would do is fucking front a band, which it seems like such a hell of a job. I'd be out of breath and shit. It'd be hard, but uh Yeah, listen, you know, the thing about it, and and I had this conversation with a friend of mine um who was he was fronting like I think this is like his first band he's he's ever fronted. Uh, it's a band called Odiame, actually. They're coming out of, out of New Jersey. They're going to drop a demo on RTF real soon. Okay. Um, but yeah, we were talking and, 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 you know, I was just like, yo, just be real. Just like say you can only speak to your own experience, right? And get out there and just be real. And the nerves go away. Mm-hmm. As soon as that first note hits and you're in front of everybody, like, that's it. You got to do it. There's no way around <laughs> it, right? So, like, once, once you're up there, that's it. It's your, your beat. Like, what you going to do? You're alone. Yeah, like, you like, oh, shit. Uh, check. Oh, I'm going to run off the stage now. Fuck it. Yeah, I'm <laughs> like, a panic attack. It? That's <laughs> it, man. It's over. That panic attack, all of that shit, it's gone. You got to just do it. You Damn. know what I mean? So I, I feel that way. Like, before I go on stage, almost every single time, I have that nervous energy. And... I just let it be a motivator. Like if I didn't have that nervous energy, then, then it, I, to me, it would mean that I didn't love it as much. Like I was jaded towards it and I don't, sure. I don't ever want to be in that position. I want to, you know, like I, I can only speak from my own personal experience, but like I get nervous right before we play, <laughs> I have the nerves kick in. And then as soon as that first note hits, it's like, yo, it's go time. You know, yeah. this is my time. Yeah. I got 20 minutes. Let me no, do turn him back. No, right. That's it. That's it. Damn. That's cool as fuck. No, it's always been, uh, like, like a bucket list thing. Like, start a band and front a band. You know, just do do the one do demo it. and just do, do one it. show just to get it out of the fucking way. You know, do it, man. Do it. Start a band. I tell everybody, start a fucking band. Start a band. We need more bands. We need more venues. For sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> That's what we need. That's the two things we need. Yeah, it's just like for thriving right now. So how? So hopefully everybody can just sort of feed off the momentum and just keep it going at this level for as long as possible. It's great to see it. I love it. Oh, it's I nuts, ain't it? I love it, man. It reminds me of when I was a kid. That's how it was, man. There's a lot of people going to shows, a lot of people enjoying hardcore, buying hardcore, spending their hard-earned money. You know what I mean? Like, it's money is 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 hard to come by these days. It ain't mm-hmm. getting any easier. So if somebody works all week and they're going to come out to your show, like, you got to appreciate that. You got to appreciate that. That's where they choose to spend their money. They buy my tape. Like, I appreciate you. I know how hard it is to get a dollar, man. Yeah, so if you're spending you. it with me, yo, thank you. That's all I got to say. Thank you. Because I know that it is It is not, you know what I mean? It is, it's a decision. It's a decision. It's a decision. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. And, and a lot of people, you know, it's like, and they make their sacrifices to come to shows, you know, whether it's yeah. once or twice a month, it's that fucking outlet, that getaway and no their time. And, you know, it's shit time well spent, in my opinion. Come to yeah, shows. I agree. Man. I agree. Because there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. Nothing. nothing. Shit's good. <laughs> you're in fucking New Jersey where it's shit, man. <laughs> no, that's crazy. Like, Detroit's always been awesome, too. But <clears throat> I always look at the East Coast, you know, whether it's, you know, Pennsylvania, Jersey, New York, all the way up to Boston and fucking Connecticut. It's such like a tight, like huge scene. It's always been. Yeah. No, uh, it's just, you know, you guys are fortunate because you got the Midwest, you got Detroit and Chicago. We're just like out here all alone. And you got like eight states stacked on top of each other over on the East Coast. It's like, yeah, it's a, it's definitely, um, it's produced some ridiculous music. You know, oh, yeah. I feel like, I feel like it's, it's just crazy because it's like, it's like, um, you know, like pressure building diamonds. That's how it feels like, because it's just like, it's like, 
and I've said this before, but but I, there's no other way to say it. It's like in Jersey, especially. I can only speak to my experience, but like in Jersey, it's like it's like NJ Bloodline. You know what I mean? Bulldoze, Train of Thought, E Town, Fury of Five. Like, how do you follow that shit up? You know what I mean? Like, what the fuck? How do you follow that? And if you are gonna follow it, like, you, you gotta write some hard ass shit. Like, yeah, you can't be yeah. coming on no whack shit at all. <laughs> Like not even a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Like, You're right, because all those people are gonna but laugh at your shit. Like it's gonna right. Be it's good. just like yo, the expectations them. are are extra high. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Fuck and yeah, it it's is. A good, it's a good thing. It's a good thing because yeah. it, it keeps creating more and more great bands. And it, there's been a ton that have come out of this area. We're so fucking spoiled. I always say that shit. We're so spoiled. Like it, when it when it came to metalcore, death metal, hardcore, it doesn't matter. All. Of the extreme music, this area like New Jersey, New York, spoiled, just spoiled, yeah. rotten. Fuck yeah, we've had such cool bands. You know what I'm saying? Like, Shit. just such cool bands. Like, how are you gonna start off with fucking Agnostic Front, move your way into like Madball, and get bulldozed, E-Town? Like, it's fucking ridiculous what goes on over here. It's it is just crazy. crazy. <laughs> it's really just crazy. Yeah. Shit, yo, let me ask you this: uh, Were you going to any of the? Um... Like Hellfest and shit over that way. Did you go to like Hellfest 04, 03, any of those the crazy ones? Yes, I yeah. did. Uh, I was at Rexplex Hellfest. Uh, and yeah, it was it, <laughs> it was every bit as crazy as as it's talked about online. Yeah. It was uh, you know, the thing about it, I think a lot of people look at it like, yo, I survived it, you know, but for a lot of the kids that that were in it at the time like it was yo it was kind of like i hate to say it but it was commonplace like shit kind of just was that fucking crazy all the time like there was a spot called cricket club in jersey where there was like it was very similar like everything you heard about rexplex like the mm -hmm. bleachers the this the that like that was commonplace that was like every weekend you know like a lot of those memes that came out, like a lot, there's a lot of memes that that are out now, like, oh, yo, I'm a 13 year old kid that was was getting punched by a 35 year old dude with three mm -hmm. felonies. You know, like, <laughs> it's a joke. But like, yo, when I came into the scene, I was like in my my teens, I was like a, a little kid, like everybody was like 286 pounds and had already had like 14 jobs. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like yeah. it was that's how we came up. That's just it. And it was, you know. It was violent, you know, it definitely was, but like there was definitely a family aspect to it. And like there was a lot of people that came up at that time that it was it was it was tight knit and it was family. And it was, uh, you know, if, if you if you came up during that time, you can always recognize it in other people. Oh, like yeah. You'll see somebody at the show and you'll be like, oh, shit, that motherfucker's from back in the day. You could just tell. Yeah. You could yeah. just tell. They seen know? some shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can tell. <laughs> yeah. Same in Detroit, too. Like, it's just whether it's uh, I'll just recognize the age or uh, I don't know what it is, but you can tell someone who's been around and see some shit. That's how it no is. Doubt. Like, no doubt. Because like, it used to be, you know, just say fuck crazy, you know, 35 year old men when I'm 17, 18 and throwing bar stools at you and, you know, fucking yep. breaking shit and acting fucking wild. And, you know, it, it's like I'm that 35 year old, but I'm not like a psychopath, you know, like nobody really is anymore, which is probably better for like the venues and overall health right. of people. <laughs> it's, also, it's just also a different time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's yeah, a it was just fucking time. reckless, you know? Yeah, it's a different time. You know what I'm saying? And like, there's no like to me i always look back on things like people say oh this that people like to um 
people like to glamorize certain things. You know what I mean? They look back on certain times like, oh, you know, I like that 05 shit. I like the 06 shit. I like, you know what I mean? And it's all a place in time. Like for me, always when I was coming up, I used to watch like the 94 videos and I used to be like, damn, like there's fucking 2000 people inside this motherfucker for hardcore. You know what I mean? On a Thursday. Like shit, like I wish I came up in that. So I think it's just always like that, you know, like sure. the kids are always going to be like, yo, I wish I was in that. I wish it was like this. People always look at the past as it was different. You know what I mean? And for the people that came up in it, like, you know, there's there was no better time. Like, I, I'll be honest, though, like I, I don't I don't hate what I'm seeing right now. Like I go to a lot of shows and there's a lot of people coming out and I just love seeing people coming out. I don't want I don't want the scene to die. You no, know, exactly. like to me, that's the last thing I want. Like, I want people to have that outlet. Like, I want kids that are coming up that have the same problems that I had or just problems in general to have the ability to go to a show and find friends that are like minded, you know, like to find the the, you know, to find the, a, a voice of reason in a world that's real fucked up. Like we're in a twisted world, you know, like it's nice to have that that hardcore world. Like, you know, it puts people on to shit, you know, it puts people on to shit, whether it's like. Whether it's just like coping, a coping mechanism or whether it's just the outlet for you or whatever it is, like, I just want people to have that. That's that's yeah. what I had as a kid. So that's what I always always want people people to have. Like, that's what hardcore is to me. That's what hardcore is. And I, yeah. I love I yeah, love I'm right there with you. It's like, you know, for me, it's like. Uh, like finding friends. You know, in like a world where you have none, you know, you go to a hardcore show and right. you're probably going to make a friend because you have something in common. You're fucked up. That's why you're here. And that's, right. uh, you know, it's just like, <laughs> it's like, you know, when I go to high school, I fucking hate everybody, you know, I want right. to, you know, it necessarily wasn't like super bullied, you know, it was just like, it's like, like this place sucks. Like I'm like a societal outcast. I had two, three friends, but we all ended up in the hardcore scene together. Like yeah, whoever I was, right. I was cool with in school. We we ended up going to the shows and sort of just like closing off the entire world rather than like the hardcore scene and home life. Obviously, yeah, it's, it's like just uh, like once once you get into that world and and you see like what it's really about and you start hearing the band's messages and you start hearing like you know, you just, you, there's a, a vibe that can't be described. You know what I mean? The, it's, it's a home away from home for a lot of people and to be able to go get it every weekend and to be able to go out and, and, and see these bands and, and see like the same people and to know that like, you know, maybe you, maybe you are like, it's like the, land of the misfit toys you know what i'm saying like you maybe you are weird or maybe you are strange but in this world you just like everybody else you know what i mean in hardcore you just like everybody else you know like if you're the black sheep of your family then guaranteed there's 110 motherfuckers on that on that show on saturday that's the same exact way yeah you know and, and that's the coolest thing man right like you you you're not going to get that many other places. You're just not going to get it like that. And yeah. It's, it's yeah. Shit. Yeah. And that's cool. Cause I can't tell you, you know, a handful, a handful of people hit me up over the past couple of years doing the podcast. Like, <clears throat> like all, like my first show was, was, you know, of a Kubla Khan after the pandemic ended. And, uh, you know, I seen D block. That's a Detroit band here. And, uh, yeah, yeah. they're like, Oh, um, is there any other bands you could recommend? That was my first hardcore show I've ever been to. And then I'll send them like a few bands here and there. Then it's like, they'll just come back for more They're like, Oh, I fucking met some friends, you know, and whatever. Yeah. Or, 
I'm gonna say what's up to you at the show, fucking slap hands, like what's up? And they're just like excited to meet somebody, you know. That's, that's where it that starts, has right? Something in common, man. That's wanna Yeah. Yeah. That's where it starts and then it snowballs. Yeah. You know, but the thing is, I used to find those first three, four bands, then it's like, I need more. (laughs) More. (laughs) Yeah. More, 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 more. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But hopefully they'd find, you know, a person that will accept them because sometimes people will shut down. Like, I can't tell how many people I ran into. Like, you think they're going to be cool, but they're like, no, this one nothing to do with you. I'm like, okay, he's not my friend. So, (laughs) you know, know, that was, that was what was crazy for me is that, like, you know, when I first met Reek and J Bloodline, like, I didn't even recognize, like, I didn't even know how big they were. I just knew that they were rehearsing at this spot. They seemed really cool. And, like, he was so pumped to get me into other bands and shit like that. It was just the coolest thing. And now, like, you know, years later, like, fucking around and, like, you know, hanging out with Stickman and, and, and like sharing our love of hardcore and, and and the bands that he fucked with when he was coming up and like the acceptance and stuff like that. Like, I just love, I love that aspect of it. You know what I'm saying? I love the, the I love the dudes that are just mad humble and just like really want to see it grow, really want to see Jersey grow. Like I'm a Jersey guy. So of course, like for me, like it's the, it's the first, you know, it's, it's, it's first and foremost for me. Like I love Jersey. I want to put on every Jersey band. I want every Jersey <laughs> band to succeed. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's how everybody should be about where they came, where they come from, like know your roots. But like, I love I love all those guys that are, are humble enough to just kind of take you under their wing, show you what the deal is. You know what I'm saying? Put you on to shit. Yo, don't act stupid. Don't fucking don't act like that. Don't be like that. This right. is going to get you fucked up. Those are the best guys. You know what I'm saying? They they want you to succeed. And I, I love that aspect. And I've, I'm meeting a lot of that nowadays. I'm encountering a lot of really humble people that are just like genuine, like, hardcore fans or or just genuinely love the hardcore scene and i love to see that and i, I that's i want more of that as much of that as i get my hands on hell yeah. you know what i'm saying that, that i want that as as much as possible yeah, full positivity i love it man yeah that's a good thing the more we can grow it the better off it is you know the better off it's gonna be right for yeah everybody. yeah for for years to come you just gotta keep pushing it and you know be welcoming and that's you know, some people are like oh i've got to gatekeep the facts like well, they're gonna they're gonna leave regardless. Like the real ones will stick around, you know. And uh, yeah. which, what fine, whatever, do what you got to do. But it's uh, it's just good to see when you see somebody who like, keeps coming back. Like you see somebody who, who you know, somebody might think that they don't fit in, but those people keep showing up. But then eventually they will. And they'll kind of be be friends. Like you see people who are like, oh fuck that kid or whatever. But then you know, a year later they're tight. They're best friends because they. Like whatever they didn't want to give him the chance, or you know, I've as been, an old, I've been as an older road. guy, especially like as an older guy in and being in a band, like I just feel like, you know, whenever I see a couple faces that I've never seen before, like you know, a lot of faces come and go. It's mm-hmm. hardcore, you know, like it's just part of it. A lot of faces come and go, but when you see them and they start coming out, and then like maybe they're at the big show. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like we're not we're not at the big show. You know, we're we're at the we're at the small hardcore show, 50 people coming through to that, mm-hmm. and they're there. You're like, oh shit. You know what I mean? Like this motherfucker really fucks with this shit. And then all of a sudden it's every weekend. 
And then maybe there's three shows that weekend and they're at three shows and you're like, oh, damn. Like, you know, like to me, I love that kind of shit. Hell yeah. You know? Like that. that's good for the distros. It's good for the shows. It's good for the bands. It's good for everything. So it's like, I understand, you know, I understand the, the, I understand all sides, but for me as an older guy seeing it, you know, new kids coming up and stuff like that. Like I love to see it. I want to see more of it. You know what I'm saying? And as long as, as long as they're there for the same reasons as, as we all are like for the community aspect of it, the family aspect of it. And like the, the love for, for hardcore and like all they want to do is just like be there for the bands. Fuck, let them come. You know what I'm yeah, saying? High Let's fives go. and stage the dives. More, the, more, the more the merrier, bro. Let's go. Like, it's <laughs> it's hardcore. We could use it. Let's go. Come out to a show and tell your friends. Yeah. That's kind of like a saying, like, around here. Everybody says, uh, bring a friend. Bring somebody new to a show. Like, bring a whether friend, it's your right. younger brother or your fucking nephew, whatever. It doesn't matter. Eight, nine, ten years old, you Get know? Them into if it, it clicks, it clicks, in. you know? Right. Right. Get them into it. Yeah. You know? That's, That's it, the only dude. way we're going to grow the scene. And That's... it's nice to see huge fests like this where a lot of people come out. And it's even nicer to see when there's a show on a Thursday night for a touring band and they're doing 100 people paid. I love that. You know, that's it's what we a beautiful need. thing. Man. That's what we need. We got to put on for the touring bands. Otherwise, they won't tour. You know, like you got to show up at the venues and you got to pay. Otherwise, the venue doesn't exist. You know, it's just it's part of it. We got to do that as part of the community aspect of it. And that's I love that. It. I love it. And speaking of venues, for what was that place you guys had that show at last week or two weeks ago? It was some some warehouse or some pier, some whatever weird shit. What was that place? Uh, the place is called Lot 13. It was okay, actually it seemed kind of like mystical. I don't know what it was all about. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if it looked mystical online, I could tell you in person, it's not mystical at all. <laughs> uh, it was it was a quality quality dive bar establishment. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it's a new spot like uh, to do shows at, and like. I got put on by, by my boy Ricky was like, yo, we do shows here. Like we can, we can work something out. And um, we were looking for a place to do the release show. And it was like a lot of the venues, a lot of places are booked. So it was kind of on like a tight schedule. Okay. So we just wanted to do a show there. Wound up working out great. And it wound up being a, a great situation. So I don't know, like me personally, I don't put on shows. I, I it's just like, I, I do it. I did it for Bayway. I don't like, I don't really get involved with too much of the booking and stuff like that because it's, it's just like, it's a lot, you know what I'm saying? It's a lot. Like I got, I got a full-time gig. I got Bayway is a full-time gig in itself. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, it's hard to do it. Shout out to anybody that does it. Cause literally I know how hard it is and how much stress goes <clears throat> into it and all of that shit. It's hard. So like, we, we probably will do shit there though in the future. Cause it, it worked out good. It was, it was great for hardcore. They understood hardcore, which was cool. Yeah. You, know, you don't always yeah, you have an stop. owner. That's like, I right. get it that people are going to go wild while you play, you know, <laughs> like sometimes they're like, why are they fighting? I'm like, they're not, they're expressing themselves yeah. in a karate form. <laughs> that's it yeah yo uh, you know because what i had like envisioned in my head for some crazy reason when i was thinking about the venue the lot whatever you said i thought it was going to be some like warehouse on like the docks in new jersey with like ships and like fucking shit all around like fucking seagulls flying and it then some like locked door like a red door you know it was two blocks from the water 
Um, <laughs> and Bayonne is like actually that's really what it's known for okay. is like shipbuilding and shit like that. Like they, yeah, they, that's they, what always, I thought. From, like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Like, I didn't do any research. That's just what I imagined. It's crazy. But you're right. I mean, like that's what it is. There's a lot of like longshoremen in that area too. Okay. Like that's kind of the game. Damn, my imagination was right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nah, for sure, for sure. You're on the money. So yeah. it just uh, it just so happened like you know. It just so happened to, to work out and like they had the date and like I said, they were cool with hardcore, which is like, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people are, you know, I wish more people were, but you know, usually mm -hmm. they're like, oh, for insurance reasons or for blah, 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 whatever it right. is, can't do hardcore here, but they, they didn't give a fuck. They were like, yo, let's bring it. And then they were pumped at the end of the night because so many people showed up. So it was like, yo, let's do more shows. You know, Jersey Ooh. just needs more venues and I'm always looking for more. So anytime, anytime you get people to come out on a uh, Friday night or a Saturday night and you can do good with a bar, like just keep that, keep that mentality going. Keep that shit yeah. going. Yeah. You know? Cool, man. And uh, let me ask you this. This might be like a weird. I might be stupid for not knowing this, but how did you come up with the band from Bayway? Like, I, I have no idea. Nah. So um, there's no stupid questions either way. You know what I'm saying? No one's dumber in this conversation than me. I can tell <laughs> Um, All right. Good to know. I thought as, I was pretty fucking dumb. Nah, nah, you can't take that crown. That one's mine. <laughs> I'm forever the dumbest motherfucker you will ever know. Right. But uh, like, as far as Bayway is concerned, um, coming up, like, there's a section in Elizabeth uh, that's called Bayway. So when I was born, um, I was born and we lived in this section. You know, that was like where my first house was, was in Bayway. There's a circle, actually. It's called the Bayway Circle. And if you go through it, basically you go through the Bayway Circle and it gives you this downtown area of Elizabeth. And then you move on and you can go over to Gothel's Bridge to go in Staten Island. It's kind of like where Staten Island, Staten Island, Linden and Elizabeth, they all meet there. So um, there's also the Bayway Refinery. So if you look up the Bayway Refinery, that is like it was actually on the cover of E-Town's Renaissance. Yeah, of course. Um, you know, it's like it's kind of like a, it's an Elizabeth staple. Like, you know about the Bayway Refinery. If you hit one and nine in this gritty area of Elizabeth, Bayway Refinery is right over there. <laughs> so like where Lyndon and Elizabeth meet is Bayway, essentially. So half the dudes from the band are from Lyndon and the other half are from Elizabeth. So it just kind of made sense to call the band Bayway. And like my guitar player was like, yo, we're going to call it Bayway. We're doing Bayway. He kept like saying it over and over again. And like, I was like, yo, like it just like stuck. Like it makes sense. It's like um, for, for us growing up, it was like, if you know, you know, you know, like if okay. you know about about Elizabeth, if you know about Linden, like, you know, about the Bayway refinery, you passed it before and you've seen it. So that's what it was. It was if you know, you know, and, and it just made sense. It just made sense. That's cool, man. You're keeping it. Yeah, if you know, you know, and it's like, uh, I don't know. It, it, it just, I, I thought it was a geographical type thing. Like, I was like, it's got to be somewhere where you grew up. I don't know, it's uh, the Bayway Refinery, but that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's geographical as well, because that mm -hmm. the reason it's called Bayway is because mm -hmm. that's where the bay is. Yeah, it's yeah, right yeah. There, you know, like, that's where all the... That's where all the, the the ships come in and shit like that. And, you know, and then the refinery is there. So it's like, that's right on the water, too. Like, it's all, it's all, that's why it's Bayway, you that's know? Up, but it's, it's, it's just crazy because it's just like, you know, the name itself is like, it's like not your traditional name for a hardcore band, you know? Like, it's not. No, it's not. Yeah. Right. But I think that's why it works. You know, it's true to who we are. And that's yeah. why it works. Yeah. That's what the band is about in so many ways. 
I like it because, like, you know, you got all these the tough guy band names and shit. Like, like you wouldn't, you know, you just wouldn't think like Bayway would be a hardcore band name. And, and like, <laughs> you see it, then you see like to the de- or, um uh fuck a set with the new ports. You're like Bayway. That's interesting. It, it'll catch your eye, and you see it on like Days Records. You're like, what the fuck is this? Like, I gotta check it out. <laughs> you're like, oh shit. You know, I think that's what's cool of it. It's like E Town Concrete though didn't have like the normal hardcore name mm-hmm. no you know what i mean like it's it didn't like it doesn't it's not like hate breed you know yeah. what i mean like you you kind you you kind of have an idea like cold is life you you know what you're getting into yeah you know yeah, what i'm yeah. saying like you know what you're getting into like bayway is sort of like you know it's it's just like it's an if you know you know type of thing you know what i'm saying like yeah and there's not, nothing wrong with any of it like it's just it's just what what our name turned out to be no it's you good know? man it's, it's original a, a bunch man. of bunch of motherfuckers from linden and, and elizabeth just <laughs> doing hardcore <laughs> excuse me scumbag yeah, shout out <laughs> Yo, that's the best part when i heard that i was like ah <laughs> i appreciate you yeah, i love you guys shit man and um I don't know, man. I didn't really have any fuck questions. I figured, I just assumed we'd be able to hit it off and have a fucking cool conversation. So it ain't far hard to had. shoot the shit with a hardcore dude. You know no, no, it's like, like you figure out something, you know. A hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. So, so you said you're working on on an LP. You said it's already recording all that shit. Is there any sort of a uh, release? You know, in the next like four, five, six months, you guys. Uh... I think it's supposed to come out like early fall. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, I think it's supposed to come out early fall. Um, I got Stickman on it. I got Ant from E-Town on it. <gasps> there you go. Um, I don't know if I'm supposed to announce that, but fuck it, I just did. Yeah, it's, over you know. it's over now. I've been I've been working with Ant from E-Town on a couple of different things, and and you know I'm just I'm blessed, man. Like these were these were guys I looked up to so much as a kid. So now to be in this position to be able to work with these guys and and uh, and share the stage with them, and it's just. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know what I mean? It's that just, is crazy as fuck. Especially it's, like it's it's been it's just been I'm thankful for the opportunities, you know, every time they they come across like I'm thankful to to be able to like be just even in the same conversation with with these cats is just crazy. So like you yeah, know Yeah, hey. Let me tell you. I was fucking you know same with like Jeff Gunnels, you know, for cold as life. I was fucking you know, I, hung, I was hanging out with Oh, then with the festival that we just had here last week, it's like standing next to him for like an hour, just like like shooting the shit. Like I'm not in the same conversation with him as like a person, but just uh know somebody with such like a high status in the hardcore scene and just like, oh yes, yeah, just my friend. It's really cool just because like you look up to these people for so long and then they yep. eventually like you're like your like your coworkers, you know. <laughs> I don't know what to I call it. I think I, it's even cooler when you meet somebody that like you truly, truly fuck with, and then like, they just keep giving you more reasons to want to fuck with them. Yeah, you know, like they're so fucking cool, and they're down to earth, and like they just love the shit like you love it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And yeah, it's like it's crazy. Nothing is fucking nothing better than that. It's no. just nothing better than that. You know, and like <laughs> that. My bad. That You're aspect good. of that aspect of things to me is just it's just crazy. You know, yeah. it's just crazy. And like that's that's what I think. Like, you know. Like being able to hang out with the guys from Fury, being able to like do songs with Ant and shit like that is just like, it, it's just crazy. It's just crazy. I spent yeah. so many years like just like going over their body of work and just like examining it, loving it, breaking it down, like just listening to every word 
And then, you know, to have them fuck with what I'm doing is just like, yo, stop. Like, <laughs> you told little little kid version of me like this was going to be my life. I'd have been like, yeah, fuck you. You know what I mean? Fuck you. That's never uh, going to happen. And no. here I am. You know, it's like to be able to do a song with Ant, to be able to to be on stage with Stickman. Like, shut the fuck up. Man. That's so crazy, dude. <laughs> that, yo, that's crazy. I can't yeah. wait to see Fear of Five in November. It's a long time to yo, wait. They're going to put on a fucking show. Let me tell you something. One thing I have seen with um, being at their rehearsals like, yo, they take everything seriously. Like, everything they do. Like, when you see them play, guaranteed they put hours into that performance, bro. Hours. Like, they're going to be the, one of the tightest bands you've ever seen. And that's, that's fucking, I guarantee it. Whatever you heard on the record, it's going to sound like that live. It's yeah. going to sound like that live. It's going to be hard as fuck. <laughs> and they're going to bring an energy that you, it's unmatched, bro. Those guys are wild, man. They are wild. Hey, hey man. It's yeah. like the show. They are not fucking around. And they've earned a reputation, you know, over the years for. No doubt. No yeah, doubt. So. No doubt. I can't wait to see a Fury show live. You just hear about a stick, man. I'm going to win. I'm going to spin around like him, be fucking taking off heads. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you'll see him do it. He'll bring that shit right out. <laughs> That boy, that he'll be right in the fucking pit. That motherfucker is crazy as all outdoors. He, <laughs> he'll get in that motherfucker and let it rip. Oh he my god, fuck. it's gonna be good, bro. Yeah, um, I don't know. We can fucking wrap this up here. We're about an hour now. So, uh, right. is there anything uh, anything you want to say? Shout us, anybody? Any other I things mean, that we haven't what? talked Look, about? I, I would say, I would say honestly, if there's anything I can say, it's just you know, shout out RTF Records, shout out Days. Um, you know, shout out to my bandmates. I love these motherfuckers. Like, you know, they don't got to put up with me, but they do. Um, you know, and they put a lot of hard work in and, you know, hardcore is it's, um, you know, nobody's getting rich off of it. Let's put it like that. So it's, we're doing, we do a lot of this. It's all for the love of it, you know? Hell yeah. And, uh, and they love it. Like I love it. And it's, it's great. So just, you know, shout out to the labels that that are supporting the band. Shout out to everybody that reposted the flyer and and you know what I'm saying. And it comes out to the shows and we've we've got a real nice thing going. And and I just uh, I just I love seeing it blossom into more shit. And it's just it's been great to see the evolution. We played eight shows so far. Like I can't wait to see where we're at when it's 18. Mm -hmm. You know, and uh, and I'm just I'm loving it, man. I'm enjoying the ride. And and I just I appreciate you having me on. Uh, I appreciate everybody out in your scene. I appreciate everybody in mine, and I hope to get out to you guys soon and and be able to get on a stage and perform. I would love to do it, and uh, you know, look out for that full length coming out, man. It's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be crazy. I promise can't you wait that. To hear, man. Yeah, more to come to... after it. More to come yeah. after it. Yeah, and I just want to say uh, thank you again, man, for coming on. Hopefully, this uh, conversation will find somebody, or somebody will find it, and uh, you know, anything we talked about, you know, could. Uh, relate to somebody and they'll be able to hear yeah. your music and shit like that so uh i don't i'm gonna try to have it up probably tomorrow or thursday or sorry wednesday but it'll be out right. this week for sure yeah, and man, uh definitely just hit me up and let me know this way i get it reposted and all that for you fuck yeah and once again thank you and shout out to everybody in your band thank you for all the music and days records Woo, good times right now so hopefully yeah, let's man. keep it going brother yes sir yes sir. all right thanks a lot man, man. Thank all right you.